what is the wistful affection that I would want to have about the fall of 2022? So that's the conversation and the topic that we want to talk about today is how we believe that simulated nostalgia, figuring out how we want to feel and what we might be thinking in the future could be a useful tool for us in the present. We are Chris and Elizabeth Servant, middle school sweethearts who have literally grown up together. We have been through the many highs and lows of marriage, parenting, friendship, and faith over the years. And through it all, we believe we are better together. We created the Look Up Collective podcast to provide simple, actionable, and encouraging conversations that help you become rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others around you. If you are someone who wants to make the most of this one life we have been given and are looking to be more intentional in the ways you see and show up for the people in your life, then you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to the Look Up Collective podcast. We're so glad you're here. No matter what you're doing, where you're at, we hope you're having an amazing day, and we're just so thankful and humbled and honored that you chose to spend some time with us today, whether you're taking a walk or doing some laundry, whatever it is, we're so glad you're here. Yes. Yes, we are. I'm also (laughs) glad that I am here sitting beside you today. You look extraordinarily beautiful. Oh, man. And I'm so thankful that we get to have this conversation. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think it is going to be a good one. Today, we are going to go into the deep recesses of thought processes (sighs) in my brain. So to get us started, in our community of last week, week before, we asked the question for our members to describe fall in one word. Okay, so maybe you might do that in your head right now as you're listening. Describe fall in one word. Some people said leaves, football, sweaters, sweater weather. But one of our members, she said nostalgia, which I feel was pretty unique. Yeah. Right? It's a pretty unique pretty answer. Pretty cool answer. Never thought they would say that. So I got to thinking after that, like she explained, you know, she loves the feeling of fall and she can look back and, and she just loves that. So me being the simple man that I am. I wanted to learn a little bit more about nostalgia. So actually, it can be defined as a sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or a place with happy personal associations. So when you hear the word nostalgia, what do you think of? A couple of studies were actually, I mean, a bunch of studies. I was going to mention a couple. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Don't push pause or leave us right now. Okay. (laughs) We're going somewhere for a reason. Okay. And it's not going to be all studies and stuff like that. But it was really interesting that two studies in particular, one found that nostalgia is an important part to our brains, that during difficult times, we've all had some difficult times, right? We can remember times that we loved from our past. It's not like the intention of that we're trying to remember the good old days, right? Like, man, if we could only, like Uncle Rico, if he always (laughs) just wanted to go back, if they just would have put him in, he would have won state, right? Glory days. The good old glory days. When our brains can be nostalgic, they can remember a time where times were good. Mm -hmm. And if we had good times in our life once, 
we can certainly have good times in our life again, which can then help lift our spirits in the present. So in that moment, nostalgia comes. We can feel like that goodness. We can remember back to the goodness in a time of difficulty and be like, wow, there are actually good times in my life. Because (laughs) when times are struggling and times are bad, Mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel like we use those words always, never, right? And so anyways, that, that was an interesting thing. Another interesting thing that a study says is that nostalgia is very closely connected to our senses. Mm. This is why when you have that specific smell of cookies or cinnamon or whatever, you maybe you think of your grandma, like the taste, feel, what you hear. A song maybe can bring thoughts of nostalgia in your life. So the first question is, what are some things that you have nostalgia around? Yeah, maybe it's... Christmas morning as a kid, the first day of school, Friday night football, the Friday night lights, seasons beginning like fall, nostalgia, right? And then having a baby, or as Chris likes to say, <laughs> or holding, holding a baby, holding for the first your time. child because he's never had a baby. So yeah, he sees it as holding your child for the first time. All of those bring very beautiful, unique feelings of nostalgia. Yeah. So this, this past summer we were in Utah and we were there with some of our friends and we were a little bit tired. So we went to this coffee shop and typically when I go to the coffee shop, I have one order. Okay. (laughs) Chris is a simple guy when it comes to Simple guy. Okay. (laughs) Coffee at home. I drink just black drip coffee. Okay. But when I go to a coffee shop, I get really fancy and I go with a black hot Americano 100 percent, well, 99 yeah. percent of the time, because this one day I picked something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I was, one, you know, I was with friends feeling a little loose. You know, I was like, <laughs> let's try something different. Feeling a little fancy. Feeling a little fancy. So I was like, let me try this chai latte. It sounded cool. I hear about it. it sounds chai, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so anyways, I ordered chai latte and I drink it and immediately I am transported back to what I've called my whole life cinnamon tea that my grandma used to make for me when I was a kid. I was like, it was instant. Like the taste, the smell. I felt like I was in Mississippi with Mima after she had brewed me this cinnamon tea. The crazy thing about that is, is that my grandmother actually passed away whenever I was seven years old. Okay. So if I would have drunk that tea, it was 30 plus years ago, 30 plus years ago, I'm transported back to that time and I hit me out of nowhere. Like it wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to drink some chai tea so I can remember Mm -hmm. my Mima, right? I ordered chai tea because I thought I was being fancy. (laughs) And like one second later after that first sip, I was immediately transported back. So that's how I was like, wow, like Mm -hmm. that's what nostalgia really feels like, Mm -hmm. correct? So for you, what are some things in your life that you look back on with nostalgia? Go ahead and press pause. We give you permission to do that now and think about those times. While no, we can't just live in the past, right? We can't just live in the good old days. We can't always just be like Uncle Rico. We would encourage you though in this moment to just sit down, maybe take a moment. Like I said, press pause and be grateful and thankful for those times. A lot of times, uh, they, they may not be the, the big times, which they might. They might be the day that you got married. They might be the day that you had your first child. They might be the day that you had your first kiss. But it also may be that cookie for your gra- with your grandma. Yeah, that- baking cookies mm-hmm. or 
creating crafts or art in the kitchen or the living room or just like jumping in leaves. Like they can be the simplest joys, like small mundane things that create so much beautiful, nostalgic memories for us. So yeah, take a moment and be grateful and thankful for those times. I think that'll be a very great exercise for us today. There are so many possibilities that that you could have just thought of, right? The question though that I thought of next is during those times, that time that we were actually drinking that cinnamon tea with our grandma, or we were actually walking across the field on a Friday night, or whatever that is, did we know that we would look back at this moment in 5, 10, or 20 years even and know exactly how we would feel to be in that moment, right? Did we, did we really know that we would create that? I would think that the answer would be no. Like, yes, we did mention those big life events, marriage, yeah. having a baby, <clears throat> first kiss. Like those, we were probably like, yeah, I'm going to remember this forever, right? <laughs> but, but a lot of times we just, it's those small little moments that we may not think in that moment that we would be remembering. So no, we didn't know that we would be looking back at this time at that present moment with longing and wistful affection. So then the next part of my thought process was, what if we simulated nostalgia in our life? What if we pictured our life right now, fall of 2022, in 20 years, 10 years? Okay, so in 2042, we are thinking about the fall of 2022, okay? Would we look back on this time with wistful affection? What about our life today? We'd be potentially locking into our brains for the future. And then another question is, can simulated nostalgia help us in our day-to-day today? Knowing how I want to feel about these days. What is the wistful affection that I would want to have about the fall of 2022? So that's the conversation and the topic that we want to talk about today is how we believe that simulated nostalgia, figuring out how we want to feel and what we might be thinking in the future could be a useful tool for us in the present. Yes. Doesn't mean that life is going to be perfect all the time and we're just going to create all of these nostalgic moments, but we can be so much more purposeful and intentional in creating the experiences with our thoughts feelings and actions that we actually want to look back on in, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, even three months from now, what we're doing now, Mm -hmm. our future self is going to be so thankful for when we are living with intention and purpose. So the crazy thing is we actually have power in that. We have agency to create the experiences and create the nostalgia that we're going to look back on with fondness and affection one day. We have that power right now because oftentimes it's when we we think it's only in the future when we look back, but when we're living presently mm-hmm. in the things that matter to us, we have so much more power in what we're actually going to look back on. Yeah, one one thing is called like living with the end in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Or like this is where I want to be. So think 20 years, 2042, this is what I want to think about right now. And if this is what I want to think about right now, this is what I want to create, then I'm just going to kind of reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. So that's where we want to talk about today. Simulated nostalgia give us three ways that we believe that it can be a tool to help us in the present. 
Yes. So. so number one, it helps us become rooted in what really matters to us. When we're rooted in what matters to us in that season, in the season right now, it transforms our present, right? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, we're going to look back on 2022, fall 2022 with fondness and just seeing the goodness in it when we decide on purpose to be rooted in what matters to us in this season. And yes, those things change over time. But just imagine if you didn't just let life happen to Mm -hmm. you, but decide that life is happening for you and you live your life with meaning and purpose and intention right now, like how much nostalgia you're going to look back on fall 2022. Which leads us into our second point, which says that this tool, like simulating nostalgia, is going to help us prioritize moments, prioritize people, and prioritize actions that will actually matter in 20 years. A lot of the things that we focus on A lot of the things that is just screaming for our attention oftentimes are things that aren't even going to matter in 20 years. Mm. Like the opinion of someone on social media of how we are showing up in our family and in our kids' life and stuff like that really isn't going to matter probably in 20 years. Unless you make it matter. You can, it can derail you if you allow it to matter in your life sure whether we showed up perfectly in as the room mom as the pto mom as the you know brought the perfect cupcakes and all those types of things and in order to do that we said no to a lot of things that matter to us okay so that's what i think is an important thing also to say that's why it always goes back into what matters to you Mm -hmm. right so a lot of times we do the things that we feel like we should do this is how we can understand what we're the difference of what we're talking about. A lot of times we feel like we should do things rather than the things that are truly like important to us to our core, right? Yeah. And so we feel like we should always be in the at the room, mom, or we feel like we should always do X, Y, and Z when we're doing that with the wrong motives, with the motives of like that's what I should do rather than that's what really, really matters to me. Yeah. And if that's what you want to do, you go for it. The whole premise the whole purpose though is to is connection right like prioritizing people if you do want to be the room mom or the bible study leader or whatever you know some of you are homeschool coordinators whatever that is that you feel called to in your season of life if that is how you're going to connect with more people by going first or deciding that that's important to you. Because connection is important. Yes, Yes. connection, community, being in fellowship with other people and community, that's that's what's important. Not having, like Chris is saying, the perfect cupcakes or the perfect scenery for everyone to come into. It's about how we make others feel. And then the experiences that we want, we oftentimes miss it. We miss the goodness in front of us because our priorities are not where we actually want them to be. It's not even that we do that on purpose. It's just often we don't actually sit and recognize, well, what actually matters to me? We get off course. We think this is what should matter because others are watching or like, what are they going to think of me or how they're going to perceive me? 
but what actually matters to me right here? Let me let me keep focus and priority on what actually matters. People, connection, moments, experiences. Those are things that actually are going to matter in 10 to 20 years. Like in 10 to 20 years, when we look back, we're not going to remember who brought the best cake, the best cookies, the best whatever. We're going to remember the person who said, hey, how's it going? Like mm-hmm. what's what's going on in your life right now? And the person who is just is delightful and cheerful and like speaks life over others. Those are the things that we're going to remember. And those are the things that people are going to remember about us. And so we actually have agency. We have power and control over how we show up in other people's lives. Yeah. And that's that's such a beautiful point because guess what? Cinnamon tea really isn't that special. <laughs> Anybody in the world can make it. But what made that cinnamon tea so special was the person who mm-hmm. created it for me. Mm-hmm. The person who spent the time to brew it to lovingly be a grandma and give it to me and that was her way of providing connection with you correct is spending time with you Mm -hmm. as you drink cinnamon tea i never even met his grandmother now i'm crying (laughs) i'll cry for you because he's not really remembering the cinnamon tea that Mm -hmm. that's a part of the memory Mm -hmm. but he's remembering spending time with his grandma yeah the connection also number three (laughs) simulate nostalgia helps us to look for the tiny joys in life that are surrounding us at all times. Mm. Like whether it's the tea, whether it's the cookies, whatever those things are, those aren't weren't like huge events. Yeah, right? the leaves, the trees, mm-hmm. the like, you know, playing in, in puddles. And like for instance, right right now I'm watching Friends on just as like my show to watch at night because it is so nostalgic for me. Like I've told him so many times how much nostalgia it creates for me because it brings me right back to my childhood. Like, I don't even really like the way the 90s, like, our, like, decor style then. It's probably not my favorite, but it brings me so much comfort and coziness. Like, you know, like, all, like, the ugly floral, which I love florals, guys, but, like, the brown floral couches, like, just different things that, you know, you think of in your childhood. But when I watch Friends, it just brings me back to like my entire childhood, what it felt like. Like I feel it through the screen because I remember my life. Like it it brings me back to like the 90s and where I was living, everything about it. It whisks me right back to it. And that's why it's so comforting. It's familiar. It, Mm -hmm. It just brings me so much like, like joy just to watch friends and how life was then. And it's the tiny, tiny joys that truly transport us to our memories. Yeah, that's why it's so important while we're doing the things that matter to us, whether it's the things of connection, whether it's the connection with our ourself, right? Our connection with our creator, our connection with our family, whether it's just whatever those things are, to be mindful in those moments, right? To, to like, because again, we talked about at the very beginning how nostalgia is so closely tied to senses, mm-hmm. correct? And so if we're in those moments of that really matter to us, then we can be mindful of 
how we're feeling in that moment, what mm-hmm. we're smelling in that moment, what we're seeing in that moment, what it feels like in yeah. all of those things. Yeah, that's like truly what mindfulness is, is tapping into all of our senses that we were given as a gift to help us be present. That is what creates presence is being like our body being where our feet are, mm-hmm. our mind being where we are standing, where our feet are. And that is so difficult as moms, as parents, as people who live full lives going from one thing to another. You know, sometimes it helps me to kind of like just settle myself, ground myself, because right now the memories I'm making with my kids are going to be this nostalgia that they're going to remember one day. And sometimes we're just like just flittering around doing all the things. But this is this is their childhood. This is what they're remembering. So sometimes helping see what we're doing through their eyes helps me to be more mindful and grounded in those tiny joys because it will be their friends one day their show that they're looking back on with fondness because it's their childhood and i get to be a simulator of that i get to be a creator a helpful creative Mm -hmm. creator of their nostalgia that they will get to experience one day yeah i feel like that's our we didn't even have that one written down but that's our fourth point for sure it's that you never know when you're creating nostalgia in the life of someone else. Yeah, like your like your my grandma never knew that. Yeah, she never knew that. But number she one, she was probably living with intention. She was, she was, and and she left this earth far too early, way too early. And so, yes, we're talking about ten, fifteen, twenty years from now. But the truth is, is like we are gifted the moment in which we live, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, let's live that time with our the people around us with the places that god puts us in the people that he has gifted us to impact and to serve and let's let's live in with intention yeah so one of the questions i've been asking all of my coaching clients our members like pretty much everyone in my life right now i'm asking what do you want to create what do you want to create right now in this season if this is the only season you had We're not going to go morbid or anything like that. But what do you want to create in this season? Because you can create nostalgia by how you show up. When you look ahead and you know where you want to go, where you're headed, what you want your future to look like, what you're wanting to create, it transforms your present because of your future. You show up differently right now in your present moments because of the future that you are deciding on purpose to create, like how you're showing up, like it truly transforms everything. Because just like Chris said earlier, when you start with the end in mind, like we've taught, we've had actually episodes on writing your eulogy. We've had an episode on like when your kids are walking across the stage, getting their diploma, how do you want to feel in that moment? Well, that future it actually transforms your present because of what you want your future to hold. Yes, we cannot control everything, but we do have agency in directing how our future, what our kids are going to experience and feel like because how we show up today. And so it all goes back to what we do now is going to be our future nostalgia that we look back on. 
And it's just like really beautiful. It doesn't mean that life is not going to be hard and mm-hmm. feel like if you know anything about us, we say life is 50 50. Here's the world. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. But don't be afraid. We don't have to be afraid. Knowing hard things are going to come our way and difficult things. But guess what? The more we create the goodness that we want, like that multiplies our chances of goodness, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we are the creators of goodness and creators of looking for the good in the midst of hard, you're going to look back on your life with more fondness and joy and like fulfillment and contentment because you're choosing it doesn't diminish or take away or eliminate or try to like skip by the hard and difficult and hardships that are going to come our way because they will. But the good is like magnified and multiplied when we are choosing to create that on purpose in our life. Yes. And we believe that a good tool to be able to create that in our life is simulating nostalgia. Like, what do you want to feel whenever you look back on this time in 5, 10, 20 years? In this episode earlier, we talked about how it's so important that we're rooted in what matters, right? That we know what matters to us. How do we want to show up in our life? We also mentioned how a way that we love to show up in our life is through connection, like through connection with ourselves, connection with our creator, and connection with our family, with others. If that's something that you could use some help with, we actually have a freebie for you. We just created it. It's brand new. It's a morning connection guide. It's a guide that's going to help you just take that next step, those little baby steps to make your mornings a time where you can have some connection with yourself, some connection with your creator, and some connection with others in your life. So if you would like that, if that would be helpful for you, we'll have the link in the show notes. You can go there, click on that, download it. It's absolutely free, and we would love to walk with you through that. So today, thanks for listening. We hope that it was a helpful episode to you. It was a little bit different to go into my brain (laughs) and the thought process that from how one word really began to come alive for me, right? It's not something that's brand new. It's not a new thought. It's something that we've actually talked about before, but it's just a different way for us to think about how in this present time, we can create the things that we want in the future by focusing and being rooted in what matters to us. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. Keep looking for the good. It's always there.